Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. Name the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Good morning, everyone. As any of you know, when you travel around the world, there's um, different people who, when you try to give them US dollars, especially the $100 bill, in certain countries, they don't trust it and they have a way of investigating if it's counterfeit or true. Do you know how they, I was just researching this week because I wanted to know, do you know how they research, how do they know that this $100 bill is real or not? How do they figure it out? Does anybody know how? Raise it up to a light, okay. How do they know? The shoulder, that's a, that's a good one. I just learned it this week, yeah. The blue line, okay. So you guys are really smart. I didn't know all these things. You guys know better than me about money, but the, the main thing is how do you know if it's true or false, if it's real money or fake money, is you have to study which one. You have to study the, the real one. You have to study the real one. If you study the real one, you'll know which one is what. Which one's fake. So if you want to know this $100 bill, and some countries I go to, they, they keep going like that, and they keep doing all the stuff you said, and then they say, okay, it's okay. I'm, not, I'm thinking to myself, this is from the bank, it's from America, it's okay, what's the problem? But to them, they know. They studied the real one so well that they know which one is the fake one. All right, I want you to cap that's that's going to be a, like a lingering message for the rest of the time. So, how do you know the true one? You study the true one, so you know which one is fake. And by the way, I just wanted to let me give you some of the ones that you said. If you want to know, just in case you're you're bored, I, I went home and was studying it yesterday, and I took a hundred dollar bill and I was looking at it. And one way is that that big blue ribbon down the middle. If you look at it and you turn it back and forth, that big blue ribbon, it it goes from bells to hundreds. It's pretty cool. Like, you know the, the word one zero zero? Like the, so it goes from, if you go like this, it go, it's a bell. And if you go like that, it's a hundred. And that's one way you know that's true. Another way was the one you said, is the one on the shoulder. The shoulder of, who's the guy on the, on the Benjamin Franklin? Yeah, yeah. So if you touch his shoulder, actually they made it where it was like, you can feel a rough edge. Just in case you guys are bored at home, just take a, take a hundred dollar bill and, and go look at it. <clears throat> and... Also, there's a, there's a bell that's on there, and if you look at it, it changes from green to gold. Anyways, there's lots of beautiful things to know the truth. So study the true one, and you'll know the fake one. And that's really what I wanted to, to kind of say throughout the day today, is that, is that we are searching so much for these other things, and we're missing the true God. Well, you know, in the creed, we say true God from true God. It's, we're missing the truth. And we're trying to find something to satisfy, something to fill, something to solve the problem. But there is a problem. We're not focused on studying and searching for the truth. If you're with me in the gospel today, John 6 talks about this real quick. John 6, 32 says this. Moses did not give you bread from heaven. But he did, didn't he? Didn't he give the manna? Moses did not give you the bread from heaven. But my father gives you the true bread from heaven. During the week, those words stood out to me. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. 
who are we talking about? Who's the true bread that we're talking about today? It says Moses, remember during the time of the Old Testament, there was like bread from heaven. They called it the manna. It was coming from heaven. So Jesus is saying, Moses didn't give you that. But the people are like, no, no, Moses gave it. Moses prayed and then, no, Moses didn't give you that. My father gave you that. And then he goes on to say, my father gives you the true bread from heaven. What? Who is the true bread? Just so we're all on the same page. Who is the true bread? Who is the true bread? I can't hear you guys. Who is the true bread? Jesus. It's our Lord Jesus. Right? Our Lord is the true bread. It says, the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven, Jesus, and gives life to the world. So what I'm trying to say to you is this. How do you know the true from the false? How do you know which one is the one who can solve the problems? How do you know the one who can satisfy you and me? It's searching and studying the true bread from heaven. And tasting, that's probably more applicable, tasting the true bread from heaven. People of Israel were really stuck on Moses. And Moses was great. But who is the source of Moses? Who gave Moses all those powers to open the Red Sea? Look at Hebrews, today's reading. If you want to follow me, feel free. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 3. Hebrews 3, 3 talks about, again, the whole time they're talking about Moses and Jesus. Moses and Jesus. Moses was good, but Moses had a source. Listen to this in Hebrews 3, 3. For this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses. Okay, this one is Christ. And as much as he who built the house has more honor than the house... For every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. You guys get that? Moses was a servant in the house, but who built the house? It's God. And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant, for a testimony of those things which be spoken after. But Christ as a son over his own house. What I'm trying to say to you guys is this. And you know this, and I encourage you every week. We're going to leave here today. We're going to go back our day, afternoon, evening, the rest of the week. I just want you to study the true bread from heaven. Things out there are good, but it's not God. Things out there are satisfying to a small degree, but not fully satisfying to what Christ can do. And we're comparing Moses and Jesus today. I want you to compare, oh, this is good. And wait a minute. Christ is the true bread that satisfies the soul. Even if you follow in John 6 today, 35, listen to this. You know this. This is the famous verse, John 6, 35. I am the what? Who knows the rest? I am the? Say it all together. I am the? Bread of life. He who comes to me shall never what? Never hunger. And he who believes in me shall never thirst. Do you guys get it? Like God wants to remind us of something you know. That everything out there is good but nothing satisfies. Everything is nice, but nothing satisfies. Nothing fully satisfies. Let me, let me take that back, because let's be honest. Some small things out there satisfy. And I'm not saying the world is bad, but fully satisfied is only in Him. Do you ever watch those uh, Snickers commercials? You know the candy bar Snickers? I don't know if you know, but the Snickers really satisfies. Do you know when that started, that commercial? This... Snickers, like it really satisfies. That started in the 1980s. So I just was bored yesterday, or this week, and I went back to the 1980 commercials. 
They're hilarious. Like if you go back, go look at it. Just if you're, you know, first of all, I gave you two tasks this week. Go look at your $100 bill and go look at the 1980s Snickers commercial. All of them say the same thing. When you're hungry between meals and had a guy on a, cow, on a, on a horse, and he came off the horse. He said, I'm hungry between my horse rides. He, and he went and said, I'm going to get a Snickers. The guy at work who said, I'm not making fun of anybody, by the way. I love, you know, the horse says, no, don't get me wrong. But anyways, so... But even the guy who's at work, who's like busy at work, and he opens the desk drawer, and there's a Snickers. Snickers really satisfies. And they go on and on, and it's really funny commercials from the 1980s. But anyway, Snickers doesn't really satisfy our health. But Snickers is what the commercial is saying, it's this candy bar. If you just eat it, you're going to be full and satisfied, which is not true. But anyways, I want to say to you this. There's nothing in this world that fully satisfies except the true bread from heaven. You know that. But here's the deal. We know it, but we don't believe it. Because believing it means I practice it. I rely on it. And I think that's, that's the real question. What really satisfies? Now, that being said, in the rest of the readings today, in Jude, let's open a Jude. How many chapters are in Jude, by the way? How many chapters? Ten? Nine? How many chapters in Jude? One. There's only one chapter. So it's easy for us. Let's go to Jude together. Go to Jude chapter 1, verse 24. Listen to the true bread, what he does. You want to know, okay, how do you know the true money from the fake one? You study the true one. Okay, here we go. Let's study the true one. Jude 1, 24. Listen to this. Now to him, Jesus who is able to keep you from stumbling. Now, how many of you, and let's do, the, let's do a, a raise of hands, because I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. How many of you have stumbled and fell into sin in your life ever, at least one time? How many, many times? Okay, I'm going to keep, my, I'm going to keep two hands up. Here, look, now him who is able to keep you from stumbling. Some of us, we like to say words that are very hurtful. But God can help us with He is able to keep you from stumbling. He is the true bread. It's nothing else. There's no other trick. Those who lose their purity and have impure thoughts and watch bad things. By the way, Jude one twenty four is saying, Now to Him who is able to keep you from stumbling. Those who are not patient, those who are not forgiving, those who are not loving, those fill in the blank. All of us have raised our hands together. And the reason I want you to raise your hands is because I want you to know there's only one. The true bread from heaven. Now him who's able to keep you from stumbling. If you're not happy with Jude one twenty four, can we go to the next verse? Verse 25. Listen to what this says. To God our Savior, who alone is wise. Who, who is wise? You? Who is smart? You? You have good decision making? You? Me? No, sorry. It says to God our Savior, who alone. The wisdom that we're looking for. How to make good decisions. It's from him. To him who is able to keep you from stumbling. Yeah. To God our Savior who alone is wise. Be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. It's only him, guys. It's not the Snickers. It's not the money. It's not the whatever. You fill in the blank. It's only the true bread. We can even compare Moses to Christ, but Christ is different. He's the only one who is 
Why? So what do I do? The psalm today, from Psalm 17, verse 15 says this, As for me, I will see your face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake in your likeness. What does that mean? Let me say it again. What, what does it mean to be satisfied? What does it mean to be, to be full and satisfied? As for me, I will see your face. What is, he, what is God trying to tell us to do? Remember what I said about the $100 bill. The more you study it, the more you know it's true and this one's false. Here he's saying, as for me, I will see your face. What does God want us to do? Keep looking at his face. Every day, look at his face. I want to see you. I want to search. I want to learn. I want to see your face. The more you see his face, it says here, you should be satisfied and become in his likeness. Be satisfied. Look, guys, I, I, to be honest with you, the worst feeling in the world for me, I don't know about you, the worst feeling in the world is being empty and not satisfied. I hate that. I hate being in want. I hate relying and needy, being needy. I hate it. But I'm realizing more and more it's looking at his face, the true God, the true bread. The more I see him, the more I search for him, the more I study him. Have you ever studied God? That sounds kind of weird. Did you study God? You know, I know something you have studied. Can I be honest with you? I know something you have studied. How many of you, when you were dating someone before marriage, didn't you study her or him? Didn't you learn everything about him? And then you learn everything about her? Unfortunately, when you get married, we stop studying each other, stop learning about each other. That's another problem, but we should keep searching and studying. So, I think that we need to learn how to search and study and seek. John 5, the last verse I'll give you, then I'm done. John 5 today, 39, says this. Listen to how you study God. Here it is. You search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me. But you are not willing to come to me that you may have life. Our Lord is saying something. When you search in the scriptures, the Bible. When you search for me today in liturgy. When you search for me. Search for me. I'm there. I'm the source. And he's saying, come to me. I love when, when Jesus always says, come to me. Don't you love that? Come to me. Today he says, come to me. Here it's saying, actually, you're not willing to come to me. Guys, when we leave here today, we go out in our daily life, I want you to search and study the true bread from heaven. Learn about him. Learn his likes, his dislikes. Learn his messages. Learn, search, seek, search. If you know him, there's two things going to happen. You're not going to look at other things to satisfy you. You're not going to look at other things to satisfy you. You're going to know what's fake. The second thing is you're going to be full. Like I told you, I hate not being satisfied or full. We need to search for him and study him like we study somebody else. Or study schoolwork. Or study for a new job promotion. Or study whatever. As you know that I had to study Dahlia and learn about her. And I'm going to probably get this wrong. because I, 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 So I'm going to make myself look foolish here. But I studied her. I know her favorite food, sushi. I know her favorite flower is the sunflower. I hope I'm right. Is even Dahlia here? Am I right? Just say thumbs down or thumbs up. Thumbs up so far. Your favorite sport is tennis. 
Your favorite color, that's where I got stuck. Because you keep changing. It was green and then it was brown and then it was something and something. So thumbs up or thumbs down? Okay, I'll give you a thumbs up. You're just helping me out. Anyways, I need to do more studying. You need to do more studying. We all need to do more studying. When you look at that $100 bill, by the way, I had like eight items to tell you about the $100 bill. I just didn't want to bore you. But if you go <laughs> look at it, you can tell it does this and this and this. It's amazing. Just a $100 bill. How much more? How much more beautiful is God to study and search for the $100 bill? It took me like 20 minutes to search. Oh, this and this and then it turned like that. How much more should we do that in the scripture or in liturgy? It's turning and saying, God, I want to know you more. The more we see his face, the more we're going to be satisfied. The more we're searching out there for something else, the more we're not going to be satisfied. I don't mind us searching out there. I don't mind us doing anything out there. But I'm telling you, to him alone is wise. To him alone keep you from stumbling. It's him. It's nothing else. It's no one else. So I would say that prayer today. In the liturgy, let's all kind of focus in on one thing. God, you're the true bread. You're the one who satisfies. God, I feel broken. I feel empty. I feel lost. I feel confused. To you alone is wise. To you alone helps me from stumbling. I'm coming to you. I'm going to keep coming to you. I'm going to keep coming to your face. And I'm going to keep coming to your face. Because I know when I see your face, when I see your face, I'll become like you. I'll be satisfied in you. Let's pray for being fully satisfied in him, the true bread from heaven. Let's pray for one another. And glory be to God forever. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart, and we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.